Good morning, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. Today is November 8th, 2021. I'm Lou, the American Patch PNN. First, I want to apologize for not... <laughs> Sorry for the inconsistency of the shows. I hate it more than anybody else. That's just kind of how life is sometimes. <laughs> uh, I'm really going to try and hit every episode this week. I'm going to try really, really hard not to miss a single episode. But I think what I'm going to do is I think I'll start taking Sunday off. So I'll do every I'll do an episode every single day except Sunday. You know, the day of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, we'll try that out for a little bit. See if that's easier for me. It, it's kind of hard with the super long episodes. I won't complain too much. <laughs> but just with if the episode is over an hour, it's... Very hard to edit. <laughs> I try to keep them under that, but it's difficult. I, I won't complain, and we'll move on. <laughs> What's today's episode going to be? Today is going to be <laughs> a review of the League of Legends Arcane series. <laughs> I can see my entire audience facepalming right now. <laughs> I don't care if you don't play the game, whatever. The, the show is phenomenal. Okay, guys, the show is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and I'm going to review it. I'm going to go over it. You're going to see clips in the show. You probably I started with a clip, hopefully, that was great. Man. This show, I had high expectations for this show, and it it met and exceeded those expectations. I loved this show. And not just because I'm a League of Legends fanboy, because I'm not really a League of Legends fanboy. I'm kind of a masochist when I play that fucking game, but... And I do play the game. I've said in past episodes that I do play League of Legends. I'm not like a fanatic about it or anything. Like, I like the League of Legends world, but I don't think that really influenced my like of the show at all. It's just a good fucking show are the things I didn't like about it. Not very much. I'll start with the stuff I didn't like, because we're going to get right in the episode today, guys. That's what the episode's going to be today. I, I just want to have fun today, so let's just have some fucking fun. I'm going to do exact. I'm gonna do what I want to do today. <laughs> I want to talk about League of Legends Arcane. That's what we're going to fucking talk about. It's going to be awesome. I'll start with what I didn't like about the show. What did I not like about the show? Very few things. The biggest thing, it's kind of cliche. Just the whole, the whole story, everything about it feels kind of... Nothing's really new about it. No, they're not really doing anything particularly new, but the thing is they're doing it all so well. It's it's all being done so good. It has like this blizzard level of polish, like old good blizzard level of polish on everything. It feels so good. The art style is fucking incredible. And it's like 3D, guys. If you're watching this and you're like, is this art? Like this is 3D. These are like models. I don't know how they achieved this, to make it look like it's literal, it looks like paint or pastels or something, but it's 3D, guys. I'll, I'll start with kind of just, uh, before I get into the exact the episode by episode review, I'll talk just a little bit in general about this thing, Arcane. A long time ago, over six years ago, the Jinxed music video came out. I don't know if any of you have seen it or not. It's really good. I'll just play it here. It's only like two minutes long. I'll play it like right here.
Okay, so that was the Jinxed music video, okay? That came out over six years ago, guys. When that came out, it was, I mean, if you look how many, it has like over 77 million views or something, it's ridiculous. When that came out, I was saying in my head like, man, dude, make a TV series from these guys. Whoever made this video, get these fuckers, make a television series. That would be awesome. And every year I would like look at that video and I would say that exact same thing. Guys, they were doing that. That's exactly what they were doing. They got the guys that made that music video, and they made a fucking television series, okay? There's this kind of uh, meme that goes around in A, where they list three things, okay? Money, time, quality, okay? And you have to pick two. You know, you have to pick two of the three. So either you're going to get your show fast, and it's going to be good, but it'll cost a lot. Or you can have a cheap show that's fast, but the quality is going to be low. Okay, so you got to pick two of the three, okay? <laughs> the two they picked was quality and <laughs> and uh, money. So basically, they spent a lot of money, and it has really high quality, but it took a really long time to make. <laughs> that's the trade-off they made. It took this fucking series six goddamn years to be made. So I think this was made before all the woke shit even took off, guys. I think this has been in development for so long that I don't... I don't think woke stuff really had that much of an impact on this. There is a diverse cast, there are black characters and stuff, but that, those are just black characters that have been in League of Legends. It's not, I don't know, it's not that out of place for me. And I thought Victor was black, guys. I thought Victor was a black character, because he's under a mask, and I don't know, usually characters from masks are black characters, but he ended up being a, like a German dude, it seems like. <laughs> really cool if you know like the backstory of victor which a lot of people don't he in the lore of league of legends victor like starts experimenting with hex tech technology or whatever and he basically make like if you know who blitzcrank is he makes blitzcrank so he's the creator of blitzcrank okay is victor <laughs> so victor got ex basically victor gets expelled from the city piltover because his his technology is too extreme too experimental if you haven't watched the show it kind of ties into the show it's really good <laughs> first let me say I am going to spoil stuff flat out. I'm just going to talk Frank about everything in the show. I'm going to spoil it. It's only the first three episodes, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. If you haven't seen League of Legends and you don't know what League of Legends is, I would say just stick around and listen. If you do know what League of Legends is and you like League of Legends, I would say just skip this, go watch the show, come back, okay? <laughs> We're going to get into the real reviews now for each episode. The episodes seem, I'm not gonna really do an exact review of the episodes because it seemed like the episodes were kind of structured into these uh, keynotes in the episodes, kind of like key moments, set pieces. That's it, that's the word I was looking for, set pieces. I like these set pieces in the episodes, so I'll kind of talk about those. I really liked how the first episode, if you include the, <laughs> which there's so much quality put into these episodes, guys. There's so much work and love put into this stuff. You could tell. Uh, like, going from <laughs> Young Justice into this show, it's such a fucking juxtaposition. It's such an oxymoron between the two. It's just, <laughs> what a fucking, what a, what a difference. Love and care and quality and <laughs> against rushed and <laughs> sh shitty and woke. <laughs> Anyways, if you count the redone opening for the series as like a song set piece. There's like three musical set pieces in the first episode, which is really cool. There's like Jinx singing. There's like this scene when they go into the city. It's so fucking cool and awesome. I'll, play, I'll just play it here. It's so cool. When they first come in the city, it's so cool. Every time 
Every time she comes, something goes wrong. She jinxes every job. Just drop it, Milo. like a world like a living breathing world it's all like steampunk it's so cool it's so awesome man i love it the, the first episode opens with it's just like a heist it's like a it's really cool like what a way to open into a heist that's so fun and like you're right away you're in you're in it you're like yes we're gonna get to a heist with these kids okay it's kind of like the goonies it reminds me of the goonies guys so cool so exciting and Okay, the very first scene, everyone jumps across the building, the fat dude jumps across the building, they all make it across, easy peasy. The only one left is <laughs> Powder. It's, it's such a cool nickname. She's scared to cross. I'll, I'll play this scene right here, it's so good. And listen to the music while it's playing, it's so good. Called it. This is on you, Vi. I'll get it. No, her. Powder, look at me. What did I tell you? That... I'm ready. That's right. So? Camera work is in fucking incredible. It's incredible, guys. <laughs> so good. The characters, the way they look, the way they move, the time, just the time taken. Another thing I didn't mention is the opening scene I played at the start of the episode today, I loved how no one talked in that. There was no talking at all. I loved that. And I loved how the guys looked like stormtroopers and not like Star Wars stormtroopers, <laughs> like actual stormtroopers. Look cool. So cool. Anyways, a bunch of stuff happens, explosions, and it's like them running from the, the officers. It's such an amazing chase scene, guys. Done so well. Like, you go straight from that into action, into chase scene. So cool, and the chase scene is done good. And they kind of end with, like, a Star Wars into the garbage, into the trash compactor scene. It's really cool. <laughs> really cool. It reminded me of the Goonies. 
when they were sliding down the it was it's literally the goonies guys it's so great i, I love it it was so good anyways so they get away and then here's the next fucking set piece guys this scene was i think this is probably one of the best scenes in the in the episode it's so good on their way back they've got their haul they get confronted by this gang of people vi throws their hall to powder to entrust it to her she's gonna entrust it to powder and they're all gonna fight basically and they have this great fight scene guys Vi gets her ass kind of kicked because she's fighting a bunch of guys so it's like a woman versus guy like a guy and she's getting her ass kicked it's only the guys are pulling the fight out the guys are doing work <laughs> okay but Vi is kind of getting her ass kicked and powder is fucking scared shitless so and, and the fucking fat chubby dude is kicking ass dude taking on like two guys at the same time and Vi kind of does hold her own a little bit towards the end but she, i mean honestly the whole fight she's getting her ass kicked the whole fight she's getting her ass kicked which is accurate she's just a fucking girl like she would be getting her ass kicked by a bunch of dudes which i love it. it's so accurate they they really portray fighting with people accurately like if you're a woman, you wouldn't do very well against males. Like, she's really getting her ass whooped the entire fight. She does get him a couple times, but not really not really anything great. I love it. Like, the dudes are kicking ass, man. And he, like, like fight dirty. I love it. But anyways, Powder gets confronted with this situation where she can choose to either run or fight. And she chooses to run. It's like the fight or flight thing. And she runs, okay? Because she's, <laughs> it's like her, that's her, who she is. It's really, I love it, man. It's so good. Anyways, then Vi, like, rips off a board to use as a weapon. It's so accurate because she needs an equalizer because she's a woman. She was getting her ass whooped by the men, which is accurate. And then she gets a weapon and then she can start fighting. Okay, yes, that is how it would be. So she gets, like, an actual weapon and then she kicks their ass, which is good. Just such a good scene. And then she, like, intimidates them. It was just all great. Powder ends up losing the stash and she tries to like use her gizmo to grenade to get away but it doesn't work and then we we get the first scene of the the undercity which is that cool thing I already played with the the music and stuff it leads into that awesome scene so good and then the rest of the episode is kind of just flushing out the story and who each of the characters are it's and it's real good man the art is so good and the world is so defined I don't know how else to explain it's defined and then we get this scene at the end guys that reminded me of <laughs> if you've ever played the walking dead telltale game series the third one the one with the mexicanos the mexicanos <laughs> the javier's the family i believe it's walking dead season three in that one in the very last episode javier and his brother david are on the roof okay and david is standing on the edge of the building kind of looking over and explaining how he was like in the army and how this was he's like pointing out all the different things in the city that scene is almost it's it's literally almost the exact same scene guys is this scene in the show i'm gonna play right here it's so good this scene is so f great I love this scene. And it's like they copied that scene almost word for word. It was it, it's great. I'll play it right here. What are we doing here? See that gutter running along the canal? That's where Clagger got his foot stuck running from enforcers. They thought it was funny, so they left him there. He was out all night before we found him. That sign? You see it? Huh? 
Milo tripped over his own paint bucket and nearly fell off trying to draw a giant middle finger. His ass made that splotch. <laughs> and that? When I was a kid, some guy took my favorite toy and threw it up there. I used to come out here at night and stare at it, hoping maybe the wind or a bird might knock it down. We've all had bad days. But we learn. And we stick together. Oh, I forgot. These were in my pocket. They're from the apartment. What are they? I don't know. Should we show Vander? No. Let's keep this our little secret. Milo's wrong, Powder. You're stronger than you think. And one day, this city's gonna respect us. Like, what a phenomenal shot. And then the next thing that leads into is, like, dark shit. Dude, this show gets dark in places. It's great. It's so great. I'm not going to ruin it. I don't want to, like, spoil everything about the show. But it gets dark, guys. It gets so dark. So that was episode one. That's the episode they, they gave that episode away for free. You could stream it for free on the, the Arcane website or whatever. I think to watch it, you have to do Netflix. <laughs> now, into the second episode, guys. The second episode... Start off with Caitlyn. It's kind of... I think the second episode is much more boring, but it starts off with a bang. It, <laughs> guys, it subverted my expectations so much. I'll, I'll explain it when I get there. But the second episode, it literally starts... It, guys, this show is kind of like Back to the Future, and I guarantee you there's going to be time travel in this fucking show. I guarantee it. Because if you know who Echo's story, his, his backstory... <laughs> Echo is a character in this show. He's like the little black kid. Okay, spoilers. He can like he can like go back moments in time and stuff. He can like rewind himself in time. It's weird. <laughs> Man, the, the show starts where the explosion. Basically, at the start of the last episode is where this episode starts. <laughs> it's so crazy. So you start it from another perspective of another character, and it's Jace. You start with Jace. He's like this Mexicano dude. It's, it's kind of cool. I love it. So you start with him. It's kind of confusing and, and jarring, which is great. It's great storytelling, guys. And the way the camera is, you don't really get to see what he looks like. Just the camera work is so good. And then it does a flashback immediately. So you're kind of like, you don't really know what's going on. And the flashback is this kid and his mom are like struggling through this ice storm. And his, his mom collapses in the snow and... <laughs> Guys, I was sitting there and I'm like, he's yelling, help me, somebody help me, help me. I'm literally said out loud, no one's gonna fucking help you, child. You're in the middle of nowhere, dude. No one's coming to help you. You are fucked. Your mom is dead. Okay, because this show was kind of dark last episode, so I'm like, they're just gonna kill his mom. It was like such cliche, you know, oh, they're gonna kill his mom in some sad backstory. I'm like, no one's coming to help her. She's dead, you dumb bitch. <laughs> and then I'm gonna play the scene, guys. You gotta watch the scene. It's so great. It's such a great scene.
to the silence that allows for my mind to run around with my ear up to the ground i'm searching to behold the stories that i told when my back is to the world that was smiling when i turn That scene gave me fucking chills, guys. And that scene immediately leads into the intro. I, I'm just, I played the whole thing because it was so amazing. The way they went from that into the intro it was so good. So fucking phenomenal, guys. What a fucking, and that intro, isn't it sick how they changed that intro? It's, it's the, it, it's the music video I showed you guys the other day, but they've like redone it for the intro. They just put so much work into this goddamn fucking show. Anyways, it starts with Jace. Because of that explosion, the this council, the people, they have to, someone has to take punishment for this, okay? So you get kind of introduced to the council, you get to see Heimerdinger. It's funny because the, the council, the people, every single one of them is woke, guys. Like, the leader of the council, and that's another complaint I guess I have about the series, is the, the richest person in Piltover is this black woman, you know? It's just... I'm like, what? Okay. <laughs> so, what? I don't know, strong whamming. And every person on the council is, like, woke in some way. There's a dude that looks transgender on the council, you know? Like, everyone looks kind of weird, like, woke, but, but the way they portray them is kind of, like, they're stupid. The only one that's portrayed to be smart is the black woman that's rich. The rest of them are kind of portrayed to be stupid or single-minded in some way. Even Heimerdinger is kind of portrayed to be single-minded in that he hates magic. You know, he's like racist against magic. I kind of like everyone's personalities and they all seem like, they all seem like real grounded characters. I love it, man. It's a little slow because there's a lot of intrigue. We get to see kind of the underground area where Vi and Powder are all training and stuff. And there's kind of a, another cool chase scene. But the main, like, I don't know, the main, the... The main set pieces of this episode kind of center around Jace and like how he's being expelled from the city. And Heimerdinger basically tells him like, if you just kind of own up to your mistake, just don't mention magic at all. In order to mistake, it'll be fine. But he, it, but like his pride gets the best of him, and he has. It's kind of cool because these characters have flaws, you know. Just because he's this Mexicano guy doesn't mean like he's a perfect character. They're all bashing him around. He knows what he saw when he was a kid. He has to blurt out it because he, he believes it with his whole heart, you know. It makes sense that he would talk about it with the council, but the councils are all douches, and you get kind of some backstory on magic. It's really good. I don't think I'll play it though because it's not. It's not. It's kind of boring. The next set piece I would say of the show is this scene with uh the main villain okay the main villain of the show which spoiler i mean there's gonna be spoilers in here it's revealed in the third episode that he is the brother of the guy that's taking care of vi and powder this dude is the brother of that dude and he's like the main villain it's he's such a good villain guys he's a great villain he's probably my favorite villain of a show in the past 10 years he is such a good villain he has such a good backstory it's amazing. Anyways, the next set piece was he's basically talking to one of his underlings and he's going to they if you, I I didn't show you guys at the end of the last episode. It was kind of gruesome and cool, but it leads into this scene, okay? And he's basically going to he wants one of his subjects to take this concoction he just made. 
And I mean, he could force him to take it, but he kind of just, he uses his words and his guile to kind of convince the guy to take it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so great. I'll play it here. Will he live? Long enough. Beautiful, aren't they? Yet, up there, on the surface, no one even knows they exist. They're monsters. There's a monster inside all of us. What? No. No, no, it'll kill me! I'd like to let you in on a very important secret I learned when I was about your age, boy. You see, power, real power, doesn't come to those who were born strongest, or fastest, or smartest. No, it comes to those who will do anything to achieve it. It's time to let the monster out. from that scene into the scene with Caitlyn and Jace. I got to play it too because it's just, it's really short and it's very good. It's, it's, I mean, just look at the emotion in these scenes, guys. They won't see you. Your name's no good now. My dad says you're a misfit and that we can't be friends anymore. So why are you out here? I'm a misfit too, I suppose. What will you do? Join the Talus Hammer business, I guess. You can't do that. No, I can't. Come inside, Caitlin. Now. I'm sorry. I just wanted to explain. I think you've done enough. You said this was a robbery. So phenomenal. <laughs> so fucking phenomenal, guys. And then, it, I don't know, a bunch of stuff happens with... I'm not gonna go over, like, every little thing that happens in the episode. There's so much, like... This episode is kind of uh, a lot of exposition, <laughs> kind of. But without there really being exposition. It's more show, not tell. It's great. But it's, it makes it kind of boring a little bit. Vander, their guardian, takes Vi to the, br the bridge where their parents were killed. And he has, like, this talk with her and he kind of tells her what the truth of what happened and basically how he led her parents and a bunch of other people across the bridge to fight the Piltover people and they all got slaughtered. Every single one of them basically got slaughtered and he hate, basically hates himself for it and he says if you're gonna go to war Vi like people are gonna die are you ready for that? Are you prepared to lose powder? And it kind of makes Vi really think they have kind of a a moment together there it's really great really heartfelt and, and then oh my god dude guys it's so great the the kid basically gets 
<laughs> the, the kid loses his, gets kicked out of the school. He, he gets all his stuff confiscated. And by kid, I'm talking about Jace, okay, the from the start of the episode. <laughs> and he literally, guys, he's about to commit suicide. He's about to jump. He is right about to jump. And Victor stops him. It's really good. And then they end the second episode with this musical segment. It's so great. I'll play the whole musical segment. It's real short. It's like a minute. second episode ends that was so great i loved how that ended with the on the music it kind of reminds me of <laughs> i mean that's like jojo like ending on the music and stuff so great okay and then guys the start of episode three is so good it immediately goes into the backstory of the brother silco and it's so good guys i'll play it here ever wonder what it's like to drown Story of opposites. There's peace in water. Like it's holding you. Whispering in low tones to let it in. And every problem in the world will fade away. But then, there's this thing in your head and it's raging lighting every nerve with madness to fight to survive and all the while this question lingers before you have you had enough sonny you could pass a lifetime without ever facing a choice like that but it changes you forever for that, I thank you, old friend.
and then immediately goes from that into the intro again, guys. It's just the way they go from these amazing shots into the intro is so phenomenal. It's, I love that. That's so good. Oh man, so good, so fucking good. But there's kind of a twist at the beginning, like you think Vi is going to get hit by the guard. Spoiler, she doesn't. It's it's Vander sacrifices himself so that they can get away. And you're like, oh, god damn, he's going to get arrested, guys. And here's where the first big, this is the first big twist of the show, I, I would say. It's the first time in the show where you literally kind of, your mouth goes agape a bit. So they're taking Vander out. He, he's sacrificed himself. They're out on the street, and they literally all get butchered. They all get butchered, and... <laughs> Vander gets taken away. It's fucking amazing. I will show you the scene here. You've got a good heart. Don't ever lose it. No matter how the world tries to break you. Protect the family. What are you... No! Stay back! You never did know when to walk away. Wait! Stubborn to the end. What the hell have you done? This wasn't the deal! Deal's changed. That's not phenomenal, guys. Not phenomenal. And then, it, and then, like we follow. And, okay, and this is another. This is a part of the episode I didn't like as much. Is it, the there's kind of two stories going on in this third episode. There's two plots. There's the Victor Jace plot where they're trying to figure out how to stabilize magic with technology. And then there's the 
Vi, Powder, and the gang, and what they're going through. I, it really feels like we've gone through an entire series in just three episodes. It's insane. It, it feels, this, this Victor, Jace thing feels kind of rushed. Honestly, this whole, I'm like, really? So Jace has been working, well, I guess he's a kid, but he's been working on this thing his entire life, and then he just meets Jace, and then they figure it out in one night. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess I can kind of headcanon it with the fact that Jace is on, like, really close to the council. He's Heimerdinger's servant or helper or whatever, and he's probably super fucking smart, and he's kind of been in the shadows all this time, and then he meets Jace, and they kind of hit it off and have this genius night, you know, like, I can see it happening, you know? It's believable that... Maybe they, one night in this guy's face, you know, like this guy's high on adrenaline. He, he's facing expulsion. They do it good. Okay. It's not bad, but that's a complaint I have, I guess. Seems a little fast to me. Anyways, a lot of this episode, we get some, we get some more backstory between the brothers, between Silco and Vander. It's really good. I'll play that. It's a little crude, I'll admit. The base violence necessary for change. But we both know. Topside won't listen to anything else. Even with your monsters, you won't win a war against Piltover. I don't have to. I just need to scare them. They won't dare set foot in the underground again. You'll get people killed. For what? Pride? For respect. Opportunity. Everything they've denied us. You had my respect. The Lane's respect for that. That was never enough for you. We shared a vision, Vander. A dream of freedom. Not just for the Lane's, but the whole of the Underground, united as one. The Nation of Sorn. Do you even remember? I trusted you. And you betrayed me. What I did to you... I've never forgiven myself. You are my brother. No, you still don't understand. Can you imagine what it's like? When your blood mixes with the filth and the river toxins eat through your nerves. Oh, I hated you for what you'd done. But as time passed, so did my hate. And I was left with an understanding. The only way to defeat a superior enemy is to stop at nothing. To become what they fear. I hated you, but you kept my respect. Until you made peace with them. Played lapdog after everything we suffered. I had no choice. Perhaps. But now you do. Shimmer, we have the power. We can finally realize our dream. Brother. Look at what you've done. Benzo. These kids. In fighting topside. You'd sacrifice everything that we are. It's not the way. Can't you see that? Kill me if you have to. But please, spare the lanes. You'd die for the cause, but you won't fight for one. 
Robinia. So Vander and his brother are having this like heart to heart. It's so cool. You get so much like backstory between the two. It's so cool. It's like the the main villain of the story and the brother. It, and guys, it all ties into fucking Jinx and Powder and Vi. It's so good. <laughs> so the Goonies devise a plan. They got to go save Vander. Okay, they're not going to sit back and let him be whatever. They, they got to go save Vander. But because of that talk that Vi had with her mentor Vander, <laughs> her father, <laughs> her basically surrogate father, she doesn't want to take Powder with her. She's scared that Powder will get killed. So she's like, Powder, you got to stay behind. I can't risk losing you. Okay, I, I mean. The way the decisions in the show lead to the way things happen is so good. It's like, instead of them being McMuffins, guys, if you're ever wondering why I say McMuffins, it's, it's McGuffin, okay? It's a, I'm kind of making a joke out of McGuffin. What is a McGuffin? It's when movies kind of just pull something randomly to make the story go forward. In Star Wars, when they find that dagger that shows them the way to the the starship and it doesn't really make any fucking sense whatsoever, that's a MacGuffin, okay? That dagger's a MacGuffin. <laughs> a lot of stuff in the show, there's not really a lot of MacGuffins, dude. It's all set up and everything pays off. When you see something, it pays off later. It's great. When Vi leaves, Powder's alone in her bed and we get this amazing scene, guys, of Powder just having this emotional breakdown. It's so fucking incredible. I will play it right here. it's so crazy guys you go right from that scene <laughs> i mean the way they amp these episodes up guys the the, the storytelling is done so well because you go from that emotional jinx scene into the goonies are infiltrating the fucking place full of fucking <laughs> super powerful monster guys that are gonna probably annihilate them to the victor j subplot where they're finally trying to stabilize the thing. And it's, this scene guys has actually done, was really cool. I loved it. Cause Jace is having like flashbacks to when that dude saved his mom from the start of episode two. And he's like using that, it, it's so cool. I'm gonna play it here. It's really great. It almost through. No pressure. That sounds like pressure. Vi and the kids come to save Vander, but it was just a trap set by 
Silco, because he knew they were going to come. Vi has Vander's gloves, so she has kind of like this equalizer and she's going to fight. It's this amazing scene. I'll play it here, but guys, notice Silco, the way they play Silco, like his second in command, this black lady <laughs> is going to go in and, and finish her or whatever. I think she's actually really good, but he like holds her off and he's like, no, 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 I'm going to do my, it my way. And it's so cool. And I think he notices, if you look at, he notices the way she's fighting. I think he sees some of Vander inside of Vi. I think Silco sees Vander in Vi. I'll play this scene here. And they were never seen again. Clagger, see if you can find another way out of here. Okay. You don't have to do this. Yes, I do. Vi! to the surface. Vi gets her ass beat. I kind of cut it up there. The whole time that's happening, like, the, there's other stuff getting cut together with that. Powder has been climbing up and getting her little, like, she figured out how to set the bombs in that one scene where she was having the mental breakdown. She uses her now. She finally gets it to work. So she's like, I, I think I figured out how to get my, my little gizmos to work. Finally. So she she's like, I'm going to use it. So she uses it here. 
Guys, this scene is so fucking incredible. I know I keep saying that, but this scene, this show gets, this show is so fucking dark, okay? This show is dark in a good way. And in, it, it is so up my alley, it is so perfect. Powder sets her machine to help the Goonies. She's gonna finally be the one to help them. She was supposed to stay home. She, did, she didn't do what Vice said. She broke him out because she figured out how to help him. She's gonna help him with her thing. Here we go, guys. Here's her helping him. You have to work for me, okay? great dude so great she powder killed them all guys she killed all of her friends jinx killed all of her friends oh dude so fucking great guys i love i love tragic shit like tragic endings tragedy epic tragedy <laughs> so fucking oh my god guys so great and then guys we get this amazing scene between the two brothers okay vander said he had given up trying to like he's like i'm not that person anymore i'm not that person i'm not i i regret killing you every day of my life you know <laughs> but in this scene he's he we learn he's lying he's he was lying because he in his final dying breath he does try to kill his brother he does if he wasn't if he wasn't that person he would have just let his brother kill him that would have been the vander of the he's he would have not tried to kill his brother, but he does try to kill his brother. And his brother says, see, you did have it in you. It's <laughs> so great. I'll play the scene here.
I knew you still had it in you. What a fucking... Dude, see, what a fucking epic villain, guys. What a great villain. What an amazing villain. And then you get Vi literally having to struggle with the fact that Powder is a jinx. She is what the guy had been saying from the start of the episode. She does destroy everything she touches. It's so good. And we get the scene between Vi and Powder, and it is so fucking heartbreaking. It is so great. You, here we go. guys straight fucking slaps her god love it so good it gets even better than that guys it gets even better the way it ends the way the third episode ends is fucking phenomenal and i will end the episode with it that's what the end of the episode's gonna be we can end on that fucking it, it guys it's the way the next scene goes Silco has a knife, and I wanted him, I was like, just give her the knife, you know, tell her to kill somebody, you <laughs> know, some sadistic shit like that, some crazy, I thought it was gonna be some sadistic crazy shit like that, but the way it turns out is even better, it's even better than that. I love when I want it to go one way, and then the way it goes out is even better than the way I wanted it to go. I'll end the episode with this incredible fucking scene that ends episode three. I think this series is phenomenal. I think this series is a work of art. I can't wait for the time skip. I can't wait for the time travel. I, I can't wait for all of it. It's going to be amazing. I, <laughs> I, I can't, I, I can only see the series ending with fiery rooftop battle sequence between Vi and Jinx. The whole city's burning behind them. Jinx and Vi are having an, a, a crazy battle on the rooftops. I don't see how it's something not like that. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> It's gonna be a crazy battle through the streets of <laughs> the Undercity or, or the Piltover or whatever. It's gonna be crazy. I cannot wait. So thanks for watching. I love you all. Have a great day. Goodbye. <laughs> no!
Sister. Show them. We will show them all. I can hear the sound of a heartbeat before it goes out. Won't never leave my memory of bloodshed all around. I can see a tear on my father's face. Before it falls out, oh my enemy How could I have ever let you down? Oh. When all these trees are scroll Cut our teeth and make our bones right here 